It's the clearest of nights when the stars shine underneath the glow of the moon. That you realize that feeling inside of you exists. That there's more to life than the way you have been living it. If only a flicker of light that reminds you of the truth that burns inside of you. We all exist and come from the same seven stars that make up the me, the we, and, and the, the us. us. We are the road to remind you of this and hold your hand as you walk home. Welcome to Coco and Skylar's Coffees. It's been a minute. Good morning. Morning. So here we are. It is been, I mean, just a phenomenal, phenomenal um, month. And I really just want to come on and, and talk about everything that's kind of like taken place in this month. It just, February, historically speaking, is always such a shorter month because it has the last amount of days. But like, literally, didn't we just get here? It did. We did just get here. Yeah. But it has been a great month, I think, for everyone. Uh, I don't mean like to say good or bad because everything is just, everything is good. Everything is just awesome. But uh, yeah, some really huge flips, huge flips mm-hmm. for everyone. Yeah, huge. Yeah, flips. truths, realities. Um, you know, I was just sitting here before we got on, and I'm like, okay, like what the fuck just happened this month? What are all the nuggets and the takeaways? Like, what can we, what can we give you to like hold that hand and really help you? And I just want to start with like this previous week and somebody reminded me last night, I'm like, holy shit, like this past week has just been wow, 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 wow. Like even me on Wednesday, my body went through, like, I don't even know what I went through, but it was so fucked from the time I woke up until probably eight o'clock at night and Skylar, I probably had four or five sessions on me and Skylar did a session and I literally went through like five different, like, lifetimes I I don't even know five different variations of timelines like it was just like absolutely crazy then it dawned on me that every Wednesday this month um something epic was happening within ourselves and that was just the energy of this this week or sorry this month and if you imagine the count like the month as a whole and you put like yourself standing underneath every single Wednesday with your hands up and then all this beautiful glitter coming up your body all the way up to the top of your head and back down that was this month so depending on where you were if you were letting that all expand 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 out then you had um, a certain kind of month. If you were storm, 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 you were really feeling that um, truth, that constriction, all that stuff coming out of the middle of the, um, the month, like those Wednesdays, those Wednesdays were hitting you and then bleeding out to the rest of the day so that you could actually like see what was fucking hidden, see what was inside of you, see what you needed to look at, And now it's coming into that March energy where all of that is being raised up to your throat and then up and out. Yeah. What we had discovered is that a lot of the stuff that we were going through this month had connected to things in the past that we had done 
years prior in the month of February. Yeah, we were seeing a lot of spiral time like connectivity. And Becca was saying last night at uh, a dinner that somebody had asked her what spiral time was. And I'm like, wow, like there's a lot of like back to basic stuff that maybe we need to pop down again. So here's the thing. Skylar is fantastic at explaining spiral time. I don't know if he can do it verbally, but he did it for me way back in the day. And I just want to kind of talk about that little story quickly is back when I was first remembering who I was, I was in the tub one day and they were telling me that time is a spiral and I was fucking rocked. Like I was like, what do you mean? Like what? You know, time is a spiral. And they said, get out of the tub and go to the kitchen and get Skylar to explain it to you. And he was drawing a diagram for me. And I was like, I just remember that just stands out in my journey of remembering as like flabbergasted. Like I just could not fucking believe it. And so, you know, spiral time really, really, really has hit us hard this month. You're correct. And I want him to explain um, the journey of spiral time so that we can really understand it if you if you don't understand it. And we've been in spiral time now for about two and a half, almost three years. So nothing that you're experiencing is linear. So I'm going to hand this over to Skylar to kind of explain what spiral time looks like and what is happening. And just to preface that, last year I kept heavy notes on all of the we work on all of the work that we've done so it's really really amazing it was a huge directive for me to keep those notes um to see how they're kind of um popping down planting coming down so i'm gonna let him explain it see if he has imagery um so take this in because this is literally consciousness well, I don't know. If, I don't know if it's consciousness. It is. It's, but it's, it's a state of. It's a state of being. This is beyond. It, it shows the density. Cor- it shows a correlation between, between moments and time. Yeah. And how interesting it can really be. So if you, if you can close your eyes and visualize this, close your eyes and visualize this. If you cannot visualize this, um, what I would tell you to go find is like a spring or a coil. They're usually in pens. The things that help the pen come in and out. That's a spring. That's a coil. Slinky. A slinky. Yeah. That's essentially what we're trying to imagine in our heads. Yeah. Um, so if you look at, we'll say like a slinky or a spring, all of the, it starts off very, very tight and very compact. The circles are very, very small. Yeah. That's the beginning of spiral time. Mm-hmm. And then as, obviously as spiral time gets stretched out, the coils get a little bit farther apart. But now imagine you're walking walking or driving you're traveling the length of those coils so that means that you're going to start on like one side in order to come all full the way back around look at the distance that you actually have got to travel as you go up Mm -hmm. you're actually going like twice the amount of distance to essentially arrive in over top of the same spot where you would have started over top of the same spot in which you started that's key that is key so Mm -hmm. the length of time varies depending on the tightness of the coil. Mm-hmm. Don't worry too much about that. It's kind of an insignificant fact. But the fact that it takes so long to come back to the same side is relevant. But what's great thing about spiral time is if you look at that new moment where you walk to and the moment where you started, they're actually not that far apart. Mm-hmm. So what you do in those moments isn't 
a far reach. It's not a big stretch. It's actually a small jump. Mm -hmm. So what you can affect in the coil below you or the coil above you is actually rather quite small step to do. Does that make sense? Because I yes, feel like I'm but losing... in but in your linear time, it seems like a long time. Okay, the ego wants everything right fucking now. So to if you were to tell the ego like. Oh, in four years, if you make all these choices, this is what's going to happen in that, that coil. It can't handle that. So I'm going to use a really good example that happened this week with spiral time. So on my Wednesday this week, I woke up first thing in the morning with nausea. Okay. It was probably 830 in the morning. Everybody is waking up in our house and I'm laying on the bed and I'm like absolutely fucked. Okay. Okay. So all of a sudden, Skylar comes and sits next to me and he's like, can I support you? Whatever. And I'm like literally gone. I'm absolutely gone. And then all of a sudden, I start talking, which is how I roll because I can see myself from a different dimension or floor. I don't know how to explain that right now, but it doesn't matter. And I am aware that my body lying on the air mattress is my body in 2019, Okay, so then I ended up going through a whole journey of um, basically blowing up my life. And unknown to me on the air, on the bed at that time, I was literally in the exact day of blowing up my life four years ago. Her, her consciousness in 2023. This had, Wednesday. This Wednesday had yeah. traveled back. Exactly. Spiral time to help out her body exactly in 2019 to finally make the decision to blow up her company exactly her so the only reason why that happened four years ago this week that just happened it happened february 20th 2019 was because of what happened wednesday morning so really take that in that is the only reason i blew up my life back then is because me today actually went helped my body and helped myself and blew up my life unknown to me at the time so it gave her the support exactly the comfort the confidence yeah and the feeling of mm -hmm. where she would be in 2023 exactly in the moment of 2019 so she could finalize that decision and take that in it gave me the courage the feeling to get here to get here and if I can speak on that, it's like that day and leading up to that day, it was absolutely, I would have labeled the absolute worst fucking moment of my fucking life. And I was shaking and I was fucked and all the things. But the second I blew it up, the second I put out that statement, the relief in my body was the same relief I felt Wednesday once I walked through it. And so that is a really fantastic example of spiral time and what you need to understand and yesterday at breakfast we had a really really good uh, breakdown that i'm going to move on forward with that but skylar has something to say well this is where the awareness within your body is uh -huh. so important so important and how trusting yourself is one of the most key elements of all of this work mm -hmm. because in 2019 if she her awareness probably is, is not where it is now. Not even close. Not even but close. She trusted herself mm -hmm. and she trusted what she that she knew what she was doing, that everything was gonna be okay. 
Uh, we've said it lots. That like, And hey, I was riddled. And I mean, let's preface this, okay? Like, the version that you're hearing right now is not the version in 2019, obviously. If you've been through anything in your life, you know, even a divorce, a breakup, whatever, like, go back to those moments and times that by whatever for you. That's where I was at, okay? Like, the, that version of myself was everything to me. So it was my whole body was riddled from head to toe in fear and feeling it on Wednesday when I was laying in the bed, I was fucking shook. I was like, my body was so fucked, but I had no awareness on how fucked it was. But nonetheless, what Skylar's trying to say is there was that deep, 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 perhaps hidden even at the time, knowing that this wasn't it this wasn't it. And I trusted myself and I listened to that quote unquote voice, if you want to call it that, um, that guiding hand, whatever it was. And I never stopped for the last four years. And that's what he's saying is it's like, you have to override the fear and the, um, the other, the stories, the outside opinions and everything that are going to tell you that you're fucked because there's a spiral time version of you that is literally telling you. And that's, that's what I want you to understand. You know, in sessions, so many people, like I just had somebody move to Kelowna and I remember, um, God, I think she got it. It was in her session mid January, probably around six weeks ago. I was on a session with her and she's like, Coco, I'm really, really feeling this pull to move to Kelowna. And I was like, okay, like sit with it. And if it's meant to be like, you'll know, cause you're going to, I I don't want to say meant to be, if it's meant to happen for you, you won't be able to like, let it go. And you're going to know, well, that night she messaged me and she's like, what the fuck am I doing? I'm, I'm, I'm coming. That's an example of fucking spiral time in a short span is now she's here. Her, her and her son's life is already fucking flipped within the three weeks of being here. But her say today, right now was the one telling her to jump six weeks ago. Like and you, that's what you need to understand. Sometimes spiral time is that fucking small. It's not years. It can be, exactly. it can be weeks. Days. But that is just what happens is when you have that, all of a sudden that confidence and that security in the decision you're making, even if you feel like you're really unsure, mm-hmm. but like, you know what? I know this is that right choice. Mm-hmm. That's probably a spiral time moment. Mm-hmm. 100% it's a spiral time moment. And here's the thing. The body doesn't fucking lie. The body does not lie. And spiral time um, moments, I did this post last week or something where it said, we don't daydream, it's just overlays, but we have, we don't, majority of the world doesn't know what the overlays are. So they get medicated, they get told it's fucking not real, all that stuff. No, the overlays is spiral time. It is that version of you, could be fucking you know, 10 springs up on the slinky fucking talking to you, but it it's existing right now. So if you've worked with me for sure, and you've been in timelines, those timelines are real. They're happening right now in spiral time and in different variations of different timelines that you are creating. 
They're real. They're real. If you use me as an example in my work and many, many people who have been in the timelines of, say, Corfu, it's like I didn't even fucking know what that was. I didn't even know Greece. Honestly, I knew Greece, the word existed, but I didn't know where it was on the map. I didn't know where Greece was. I had no fucking idea that Corfu existed, like none whatsoever. But I fucking trusted the imagery and what was being shown to me. And that's probably been four or five years of me seeing that. And that's in another example of fucking spiral time. That version of me has been guiding me for my specific work and for the we specific work. And I love this imagery that that Skylar um, also said at breakfast yesterday, just to build upon this, is the future versions of ourselves. And I feel like we're, can we talk about that for, for a hot moment? Like where you use the milk on the counter yesterday to explain? Um, man, this works probably so much better with a visual. Yeah. <laughs> uh, your future version of yourself, your not not, not okay. High, yeah, let's let's let's, let's preface let's this. Use to me make, as an let's example. Preface this to make sure we get this correct. There's you where you are sitting currently right now. Yeah, and then there is a middle. There's a higher version yeah. of you. Yeah, and then there is we'll say the the Earth version of you. Because mm-hmm. I'm assuming and I'm making the assumption that some of you have done some higher self work and that's what you guys have moved on to. So we're going to say that there is the old version of you, there is the current version, the current version of you, but there's still a higher version of you somewhere out there. Mm-hmm. That higher self version of you guides that sort of language is coming back and helping you navigate the situations that you're in. When you come to a session with Coco, that's kind of like that's who's, who's coming. That's through. who's coming through mm-hmm. to assist you mm-hmm. in everything that's going on in your life in this moment of time. Mm-hmm. So there, you could say from the future, if you keep working that way and you keep moving up and elevating mm-hmm. through the floors, or if you're unable to move up, they're just here to kind of guide you. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing that is also very important to note is that you, in this current version of your higher self. You have gone back into your own past mm-hmm. and you have helped yourself navigate things. Just like I talked about what I did on Wednesday. So I went back to my previous self to help my current self right now move forward. So the biggest thing I just want to talk about with that is people get so wrapped up with like higher self, purpose, all that stuff. And the reason why I'm kind of just bringing this little tidbit here is when you actually just fucking own who you are and where you're at, purpose just becomes a byproduct of your fucking state of being. You just find what you're here to do. It is not this like external, tangible fucking race degree course thing and we've talked about that so heavily on this podcast and some people will not actually move into a purpose because it's just not what they fucking want to do in this timeline of now they want to just be able to live that best honestly middle version of themselves so i'm going to use me and skylar as an example so you guys can see it clearly so skylar for example's old version of himself the way that he was born into density he was named scott okay he was scott born into density that was his egoic 
you know, human life. Okay. All of you guys that are in our world met him as Scott and has watched his journey unfold literally before your eyes, especially heavily in the last two years. Now you saw, um, you know, that last summer he really did the work to start stepping in, having a full name change and move into what we call Skylar. That is truly, you know, the light of him, who he is, where he's really embodied and he's doing that work. Same as my journey into Coco, okay? But then what you need to understand is that Skylar's actually highest version of him, the one that is the light that's guiding him, the one that fucking sees all the variations of him, the actual core essence of who he is is seven. So really, really, really feel that. My actual essence of who I actually am is not Coco, it's Liz. So if you have been following my journey and and you know even a little bit about me, that will also click for you. Apply these examples to yourself. If you look at me and Skylar, we're not chasing Seven and Liz. We're not chasing Coco and Skylar. We're just moving forward every single second of every single day and owning and being okay with where we're at and embodying the floors at which we're at. We're not sitting here saying when we arrive at fucking Coco, when we arrive at Skylar, when we arrive at Seven or Liz, then we fucking quote unquote made it. No, we melt into where we are at. We embody where we are at. That is consciousness. If you're chasing something, if you're trying to be something that you're not, you are struggling with the ego and it will always fight you. It will always put you in a box. It will always keep you the same. And the reason why these names present itself like this is to help you fucking understand you, to have that feeling, to identify the best we can because energy is unidentifiable. So we have to give it labels. Your body shows you feelings. It's, it's a tangible thing, the best that we can to explain it for you. Does that make sense, Skylar? It makes sense, but I would just like to, to clarify or maybe add on a little bit here. It's kind of like when you were to say, look, I'm moving from, I mean, we could use Saskatchewan to Kelowna. Yeah. When I get to Kelowna, then I'll start acting like Coco. Exactly. I'll start acting oh, like Skylar. Oh gosh, cringe, yeah. That's chasing something exactly you can do your best to embody skylar or your skylar or your coco in saskatchewan yeah right now you don't ha- it's not dependent upon location mm-hmm. well and that was a big shift for you and i is you know we talk about the journey of like the 70 million dollars way back in our come up in 20 that started in 2018 and we were so frustrated and and could not fucking grasp how we were supposed to live the 70 million dollar frequency um with absolutely fucking nothing and you know from the outside looking in it's very easy to look at me and skylar and you know think that we have that 70 million dollar um bank account but we literally embody the frequency which then creates the reality which then creates the the actual currency of that and it's taken us years and years and years and years to get here 
um, and pave the way for all of you. But you have to literally the new language that I have in session of it is you have to deal with the potholes of you and the potholes of you are all those little holes on the, you know, the cobblestone streets or the, the highway of you that are, you know, the Scott are, are even the, the old, the old pieces that still like trip you up and you have to clean them up and that's how you embody is you have to clean and pave and dig out and repave the potholes so that once the potholes are gone you you start embodying more and more and more because you don't have those those trip ups that constantly pull you back into the lack of embodiment does does that does that make sense it does but i'm just trying to sit here and think of maybe a more more cleaner explanation it's Let's just say, for example, that your higher self, you get the imagery that your higher self wears um, T-shirts. Mm-hmm. So you go, okay, cool. You go out and you buy 50 T-shirts just, just to say because you want to embody your higher self. Yeah. And that's what you're trying to do. But then two days later after you've bought all these 50 T-shirts because that's what your ego is chasing because you're chasing this, this image, yeah. this external image to try and match up with. You go, oh, you know, I actually don't like T-shirts. I really prefer cardigans. Yeah. But you're like, well, but I bought 50 T-shirts. <laughs> now I can't get rid of 50 T-shirts, even though like, I, I really want to start wearing cardigans. That's the embodying of it. Taking things just like a little bit slower and feeling into things is so important, so vital. Mm-hmm. And the, the tricky part is, and I always have to preface this all the time, is sometimes it's that fast and sometimes you need to slow down. Mm -hmm. The awareness is trying to figure out which is which. Mm -hmm. We're constantly evolving. We're constantly growing. The evolution is pretty pretty constant, but sometimes it comes in starts and spurts and sometimes it moves at a snail's pace. Well, one of the biggest things that I've been saying this week is I'm, I'm so done with the language of I need to sit with it and feel into it because that's now gotten butchered. Because if you have to sit with it and you're fucking sitting there fucking trying to feel into it, it's a fucking no. Like, seriously, and let's that, be real. And th- this is where the great part where yeah. the awareness of your language and stuff really comes in. Mm-hmm. Because are you constantly sitting with it to try and feel with it? Exactly. Or you're are, forcing it. You're or, forcing it. Well, you're not, well, I won't say forcing it, but you're delaying the decision when you know what the decision is. Exactly. Or on the flip side of that, are you constantly just jumping on things mm-hmm. without taking the time to feel with it? What is your awareness around your specific situation? Are you kind of like, well, I'll wait and see, or are you like, fuck it, let's just do it and just jump on off the bridge? Mm-hmm. You have to figure that out because it's unique to you. Well, and that's that's where me as a mentor plays a huge role is I, I'm able to, to mentor you individually on where you fall into that quote unquote scale and, and I can really help still- you navigate it. But it's still up to you exactly. as a to, light being to discern to discern exactly. and make that decision in the moment because you should not have to have me have a mess send a message to Coco to be like okay so like is this right we have to start making some because yeah at the end of the day you fucking know you always fucking know it's like it's easy to ask me to fucking show you the higher floor but 99 percent of the time when people ask me they don't 
they still don't fucking want that answer. They're just like, well, da, 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 da. And then they go on to a whole thing because they want to, they, they think that feeling is some fucking big grandos fucking explosion. And as somebody who literally has, is feeling is my first name and I don't know any other way how to live it. I was saying the other day, I'm like, if one more person tells me they got to, they got to feel into it or they got to fucking sit with it. And this is just this week's energy. I might change my fucking feeling on it next week. But I'm like, literally, I don't remember the last time I have ever fucking said, oh, I got to feel into that. It's like, I literally just know in the moment, granted, I'm super fucking seasoned in feeling into something, but you have to ask yourself, why are you saying to yourself, I need to feel into it? Is it a self-convincing fucking energy or is it a fucking tell and sell of why you just made the decision that you did? Because when you know, you fucking know. And you have to be okay with just fucking jumping and just fucking doing and just fucking living and just experiencing. However that's going to unfold, you are then going to have the fucking accordingly appropriate experience to learn from it or not. And everybody's so scared of making this fucking right or wrong choice. There is no right or wrong choice. There's just an actual fucking choice or not. And that's the big fucking jar of February as a whole. When I talk about those Wednesdays down the middle with that fucking storm instead of that expansion of the glitter, you're in the fucking storm if you're constantly trying to jam yourself up with a right or wrong choice or you're constantly trying to justify through, I need to sit with it, I need to feel with it. You're literally jamming yourself because expansion is just like, I... I know that this is what I want to do. I know this. And however it fucking goes, it goes because nothing is finite. And that's a big thing. I said that to somebody last night um, when I was talking to them. I said, you know what? Like living as a light is fluid. Things fucking change. I just said that just now. I said next week I might like those terms again, but right now in my body, they're cringe to me. And that's fluidity, is it not? That is very fluidity. But if we go back, I don't know how many episodes we've mentioned into or how far back it actually needs to go to hear this. Your ego is smart. Yeah. As you evolve and you get smarter and you sneaky move, and you move more into light, your ego gets sneakier. Oh my God. It's fucking and ridiculous. It's trying to do yeah. its best to keep you small mm-hmm. and to keep you stuck. Mm-hmm. Which is like so and keep if, you addicted. So when you are saying, Well, I need to kind of sit with this. That's really your ego yeah. pulling in and grabbing onto that single thread of doubt, exactly. causing you to sit, causing you to stay right where you and are. And spin and have that fucking pressure inside of you. And if you're in that work, if you're in the level of work now, understanding the feeds, literally those words are feeding the snake, are feeding the feeds, literally. And, and, and you hit the nail dead on Skylar because it's like, it gets sneakier and sneakier as the floors move up and you have to go back to trusting yourself and feeling that in your body. If you don't feel fucking ease, you're literally like, it's, it's, it's hard. It is very hard. Like it's hard. And the worst part about it is sometimes, and this, this whole entire journey is just so fascinating to me because sometimes it's sneaky and sometimes it's blatantly fucking obvious doing it right in front of you and you're just watching yourself do it <laughs> and not stop it. Yeah, that happens so often to people. 
Yeah, where they're like, oh, I don't know why, you know, I picked up the phone and called my ex. Mm -hmm. But like, I watched myself do it. So why didn't you intervene in that moment? Because your your ego is literally sneaking up on you. It's not even sneaking up on you. It's just, it's got a banner. It's got a whole parade. <laughs> yeah. It's got a fucking marching band. Yeah. And you're like, what the hell is going on here? But at any more, but this power of you, mm -hmm. you can stop that at any moment mm -hmm. in time. Mm -hmm. Just because you've picked up the phone, just because you started dialing numbers, just mm -hmm. because the phone is ringing doesn't mean you can't disconnect the phone call. Mm -hmm. And now that's a very specific example, but we can apply that to damn near everything. Yeah, and I, I talked about this with somebody this week when they were realizing that they're blowing money left and right. And then they were saying that they were out shopping and then they got super overwhelmed in one of the aisles. And then all of a sudden that like fuck it energy comes on being like, well, fuck it. I'm just going to buy this. Fuck it. I'm just going to buy that. And they're almost watching themselves um, buy the, the thing and being like, what the fuck am I even doing? But they're actually like in the lineup paying for the thing. And then after they get in, they're like, why the fuck did I just buy that? That's what we're talking about. It's like, that's the work to get to the point to be like, okay, I'm in the aisle. I'm super fucking overwhelmed. I'm checking out. I know when I check out, I start mindlessly shopping and start spending money left and right. And then I look at my bank statements like two weeks later and wonder where all the money went. That's that personal responsibility of being like, okay, I'm not clear right now. I can come back to the store at another time. Maybe I can go sit in the fucking car, take a fucking moment and come back in, whatever the case may be. That's literally the awareness that we are always trying to show you that becomes a conscious state of being. Yeah. If you notice it, you have the ability to change it. Exactly. And if you're not noticing it, then you don't have the ability to change it yet. Mm -hmm. And as much as we always talk about like total awareness 24-7, it is pretty much impossible to be focused on everything all at once. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that you can just let things slip and you can let things slide because you're focused entirely on one aspect of your life. Mm -hmm. You have well, to you have... Get tunnel, but you, you, you get tunnel vision you on have, your way up for you, sure. You have to try and remove the tunnel vision. Mm -hmm. So... You're driving a car, you're going down the highway. Yeah, it's easy to just stare down the road mm -hmm. and just blank out and be like, holy fuck, how did I get to this city? I don't even know remember the last two hours went, which is why you have to learn the practice of constantly moving your eyes around when you're driving so you can kind of see, so you can allow yourself to be present going down the road. Well, yeah, and like a good example of that is lack. Everybody gets tunnel vision around lack, you know? Everybody's like, money, 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 I can't fucking pay this, I can't fucking live, and you just get like tunnel vision, tunnel vision, tunnel vision. And I'm the queen of that. On my come up, that's all I could fucking think about. And, you know, the, the difference is, is like the word that they're saying to me is you get the grace around you. You get the grace because you really pull yourself out and you're like, okay, like, I get that like lack or whatever your story is there exists, but there's other things too. And you then become aware of more than just one singular tunnel vision thing. And that one singular tunnel vision thing is the work for you to get out of that because that's what's that's what cripples you. Literally, that's what literally makes everything so hard for you is when you allow yourself to sit in the one fucking tunnel vision thing yeah truly when you constantly are sitting in that one 
tunnel vision thing, everything else just falls to the fucking wayside. So that that's that's the that's the big thing that's been happening this month is people have had their one or two tunnel vision things and that's been all consuming them. And I can hear everybody like laughing because everybody right now listening can name one or two tunnel vision things that literally was storming them up throughout those Wednesdays, that whole month or expanding you out. Well, here's a good example that the kind of reason why I hesitated because it was coming through to me is you're a truck and you're out mudding in the hills and you get stuck. What happens? One tire spins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you've got, you know, pause attraction. So you've got two tires spinning. You just got to put it in four wheel drive, right? Engage the other two or other three tires, depending on what type of vehicle you're driving. And then you all of a sudden you've got the ability to start moving again. Mm-hmm. As long as you're focused on the one tire spinning, you're forgetting about the other three tires on the vehicle that'll help you move forward. Yeah, you're forgetting about the expansion. You're forgetting about the glitter fucking explosion. And you're so focused on the glitter bomb. And, you know, this whole February 20th week was that ping pong match between the glitter bomb and the glitter explosion so that's also a pre-wave so the last week before um two weeks before like it's been bleeding in so see see the ping pong matches you had about the choices that you've been making this month or the choices that you've been bypassing this month and really notice where you're at and be okay with it and and that's that's how we land it here right now today is this whole ping pong match between the lack of fucking acceptance of expansion and focusing on the storm of the of the glitter okay and this week as a fucking whole what really happened here is everything that you couldn't see within yourself everything that you weren't ready to see has finally shown itself and that is that is that is huge so really 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 sit with that and then notice that whatever is true is now stabilizing and anything that is not true is destabilizing and that is moving us into the march and the 13 month journey of either the storm within you or the expansion outside of you and i just want to touch on this 13th month journey because the ego can grab it and make it so finite all the freaking time everything is finite every everything that the ego doesn't want to fucking accept or it wants to grab onto and make its own little fucking story is just fake fucking news so this 13 month journey alters and changes as you do so you could be starting this 13th month journey 100% in in the bomb you could be very constrictive very in the storm very you know um rocky right now but does that not mean that you still aren't choosing inside of yourself to have the expansion and unwind that storm in this journey it helps you expand it in the 13 months that's what you need to understand there could be someone else right now that's like straight up fucking expanding being like holy fuck like i like feel like i could breathe finally in my journey and they're just moving more into that those higher floors those higher floors for the next 13 months like there's no judgment on where you are you just are there but you have to really really 
fucking make the choice within yourself. Otherwise, you're just stagnant and you're staying the same and you're living that very earth one density life. And nobody cares if you are, but you can't sit here and listen to this and, you know, say you're doing the work and and live that earth one density life. It just, it, 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 cannot sustain anymore it cannot sustain and this month we've had the reset energy coming on that timeline shift so how they're showing it to me I don't know yet when that's happened fully and when I do there's going to be a whole podcast to talk about it and the experience but what does the timeline shift look like it's been happening in our world on the other floors already but in density this is what's going to happen it looks like you know like a highway Okay, and then an earthquake came through and caused a crack in the highway and there's literally a divide. Okay, and that divide is just literally earth one and earth two has now happened. And I did this really amazing post the other day that I love so much and I reread it like four times after I downloaded it. And it's, it, was, it was called The Bottom of the Sea. And I actually think I'm gonna read it um, out loud right now because I would really like Skylar to help break it down. Um, okay, well, while you're looking for that, great. I just want to ask a quick question. Yeah. Um, picture in your head when Coco said that the highway had a crack in it. Yeah. It divided. Yeah. How big of a crack did you imagine in your head? Mm-hmm. Did you imagine the Grand Canyon? Or did you imagine a little half-inch crack? Mm-hmm. What did you picture in your head? Mm-hmm. Because that... Uh, it won't be it's not telling but it's fascinating because you can be on one side of the crack and then in a single decision be on the other side of the crack Mm -hmm. that's so it's not as far as you think it is Mm -hmm. to be on the other side of the crack Mm -hmm. um, to be on the other side of the divide Mm -hmm. so pay attention to where your thoughts were what you had envisioned and what it's showing you Mm -hmm. and how you're actually trying to set yourself up either for success or for or for failure to well, make it harder for yourself. Well, yeah, for the storm in the middle or the expansion. Like, notice, do you right away go to the constriction in the middle? Because we've always said choosing is like instant, almost, you can be on one side in a second. You, yeah. can, you can flip everything over. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's gonna be some fallout from whatever choices you made, but really, you can be on the other side of the crack. You can be on, on Earth too in a matter of, 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 of moments. Yes. Exactly. So picture what you remember, what you had seen in your head, and realize that, that you're doing that to you. That you made that gap as big as you. Yes. As your your ego made that gap as big as it needed to mm-hmm. to keep you right where you are. Exactly. I love that, Skylar. That's amazing. Really, everybody, laugh and get real with yourself about what that crack looked like, and be real about that. So I just want to read this, um, and I really think that it's a really, really, really good um, explanation of what we're talking about. It's a lot, is it not? When you emerge from the bottom of the sea, it's where we sit, where we avoid, and where we stay until an explosion takes place within us to finally float beyond and to the top of the sea. It hits us like an explosion, a wave that shows us in our bodies, congestion, pressure, shakes and fatigue, tummy aches and what would be labeled as cold or shiver and shakes. For who are you with you when you finally see the truth of your own snake? 
It's relief and it's a battle all at once to see how you held it together for so long and so good that those who do not feel look at you and think you are exactly who you tell the world you are. They believe and over time, so do you. You believe your stories, the illusions and the lies and the snake within feeds off it too. And before you know it, the bottom of the sea continues and remains the only place you stay because you're addicted to the feed of your wounds, trauma and lies. It's not easy and it's not for those who don't seek the truth for its freedom, one might say, when you finally see the sky. And when you do, it's like the hands in the boat feel like they are saving you, but they are only there as a gift from you to you to say. As the story goes, everything that always was fell over and over again, and finally it rested at the bottom of the sea because the illusion was too murky to uphold anywhere else. And it's here that every being flourished off the illusion of what was there, a life of glitz and glam and tell and sell. And if you do not feel you didn't realize that life was always at the bottom of the sea, you just only see 2% of reality. So when you finally had enough, when you know deep inside there is more, the glitter explosion pushes you to the air you knew existed when you actually said enough is enough. And it's here that the feet of the sea will do anything to hit your wound to keep you there because the illusion seems better than the actual truth. But you will see in the next weeks and coming months through the embodiment of it in density, what it looks like to begin life in truth as a being in 98% reality because it's finally been done. That's great. Isn't that great? I just like absolutely love it. So just to kind of break that down a little bit, it's like the world that we're living in, Earth One, let's call it for lack of better language, is the bottom of the sea. And it's all murky and it's all illusions and everybody's fucking talents out. Everybody is ego. Everybody fucking wants to be appeared a certain way, whatever the case may be. You have your wounds, you have your trauma, and then imagine the fucking sea snakes get in and you fucking literally become a snake. The snake feeds off of you at the bottom of the sea and keeps you there and keeps you there. So then you all of a sudden have to have the courage and the trust for that little fucking tile of, on, of, on the floor that literally is you coming to you to be like, blow up your company, leave your marriage, do X, Y, and Z, you know, let go of these friends so that you can slowly move up from the bottom of the sea and get out of the illusion and get to the 98% reality. That's the 13 month journey as a fucking whole. That is what is happening right now. And Skylar and I are walking it for all of you, quote unquote, a little tiny bit ahead so that you can see and believe it's true for you. And so you really, really have to sit with that download and go back on. I'll repost it on on Instagram so that you can read that and really take that in the life that you're living is only two percent. It's all murky and it's all fake. And as soon as you move through your, your addiction to the feeds, when you move through checked out AI, 
you find that place that was inside of you, which is home that becomes a place in density and you see and live 98% reality. And that is just phenomenal. And Skylar? Um, the only thing I was kind of thinking of that came, came to me listening, listening to you talk, and I love, I love where we are in our current timeline, how there's so much visual representation for a lot of these things so we can see and understand it. Like, thankfully, fucking people out there get tapped into shit and they make movies about it so that way we can have sort of a better understanding of things because the scene that popped in my head as you were reading that, um, the first movie of The Matrix, uh, someone sells out Neo. He's actually sitting in a restaurant talking to Agent Smith. Okay. And he goes, you know what? I know that this steak is fake. I know that the matrix is telling my brain that it's delicious and that it's moist. And I realize all of that is bullshit. Mm-hmm. But then he goes, I also realize that's what I want. Yeah. I, love I that. want the fakeness. I want, wow. I want the lie. Wow. And he's making and making the choice love in that, that. Love to that. stay essentially at the bottom of the sea. Yeah. And that's okay if that's what you want. Yeah, yeah, that's perfectly okay, yeah. but, but that's what I love about that is yeah. what are you buying into? What yes, are you believing? What are, what are you cons- or consciously choosing? Mm-hmm. Because on the flip side of that, obviously, God, great, obviously you have Neo who's like, you know what? This is all bullshit. <laughs> this is all a game. Yeah. Guess what, motherfuckers? I can fly. Yeah. <laughs> I can bend walls. I yeah. can transport, like do anything. Fake, my favorite line, fake news bears. Yeah, cause like cause fake it's, news. Because it's all fake yeah and it's only two percent of reality yes so that's what was popping into me and there's so many great imageries that i feel like you guys need to just go back and see rewatch that scene if you need to um well, watch- spiral time tenant yeah i know we talked about it like i don't know like a year ago it yes. feels like maybe even further that's a good example of spiral time Rewatch that movie with new eyes yes and if you are part of our world and you did we work every single person in our world did we work Tenet is such a great example of what just went on because all of our WeWork was in reverse last year to get here now. So Tenet really explains yeah. that. Tenet explains it, but then as you're watching it, I know the first time I watched it, I'm like, I have got to watch this movie yeah. again. Yeah. The second time I watched <laughs> it, I was like, this is fucking mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. The third time I watched it, I think my brain got like fried because <laughs> I'm like, how the hell... Do you have a movie that's as complicated about time as this and then try and film it mm-hmm. and you're, you're filming it not in like chronological order. They're filming it in like different Spiral time and, and yeah. trying to put it all mm-hmm. together. It's fascinating it, to me how tapped in people can be without and they, knowing it and they or t- even yes, with knowing it. And they totally just dismiss it. And then the other movie that's coming to me and we've talked about it before on here is Bliss and that's on Amazon Prime with Salma Hayek and Owen Wilson. And that movie is 100% bottom of the sea, uh, 2% and 98%. And, you know, with this download, you know, go rewatch that movie. And, you know, The Alley and, and Bliss, it's very, very much, you know, um, you know, mine and Skylar's journey in so many ways of, you know, Kelowna slash Corfu, you know, that whole kind of journey for us. It's like, you know, Kelowna's the alley, Corfu's the fucking bliss. And it's just, it's a phenomenal movie with the bottom of the sea, the sea reality. And everybody has that 
that journey within themselves in 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 some way or another and and that's this month that's this energy and there's just something briefly else I want to touch on that they keep repeating is to talk about this reset and again I have another really good download and I'm not going to read the whole download but I'm going to read a little bit of it so that Skylar can um, help you break it down and it's like if you look to the sky, it's orange and the glow of fire from another time and space is hurling towards you. And before the impact, you get to choose what reality, what moment, what space in the timeline of you do you reset into. When you open your eyes on that random day in that random moment that's individual to every single being alive, where are you? Are you back to 2019 before you begun? Did you roll back even farther? Did you end up exactly here right now? Or did you plop yourself down in a version of you that you have yet to fully meet? This comes from the internal, the biggest personal investigator you will ever meet yourself as you take responsibility in the biggest chase and clues of any lifetime the journey back to you. And you will see fast the smoke and the blow from the impact. And if you want to scream and yell to be saved, you know where you're at. If you truly open and see the smoke, but say, wait, if this is only 2%, what's the other 98? What happens if I just pick myself up and walk? I got this far. Is the smoke even real or my own self-created feed? And if you find yourself reactive, discombobulated, tired, sore, and spinning and searching for someone to blame that shows you why the aftermath of this explosion is rocking you this way. All choices in this experience as we journey now, but you will see your shit is all over the place and the explosion shows you the truth and all you have to do is choose and the smoke moves and a light appears and you feel the hand that perhaps looks different than you but is a gift to remind you that inside the reset the smoke the chaos there is a light and when you trust it when you follow it you find the one thing you've been searching for this entire time it's not purpose it's not clout it's not to be seen it's not to be loved and it's not to be anything that other than one single thing, which is yourself. And that also has been February. And we're walking through this reset this week as well. And I just want to wrap it all up with that because that also is what has been hitting and rocking people. Where have you reset it to? And the imagery that they just downloaded with that is imagine just to set the scene so that you can kind of understand your month and what's been happening is all of a sudden an asteroid has hit earth. Okay. And that asteroid has hit. We've known it was coming all of a sudden it hit and imagine you're that Marvel character. And with that snap of the finger, you reset yourself. Where did you choose to go? Where did you choose to go? And once you've gone there, what did you choose to do? Yes. Did you do the same thing? Mm -hmm. Did you choose something different? Mm -hmm. Are you even aware of where you are? Mm -hmm. Those are such important questions we need need to know. Mm -hmm. You need to ask yourself and you should have an answer for it. And that's why so many people are coming 
back to the beginning of their journey, especially in this work, being like, okay, this was always my biggest wound. This was always everything. They've reset it themselves here now to be like, I've done all of this to get here now. Or there's the people who literally just had a paper brown bag over their head and was external focused. And they're going to be in that exact space that they were before. Just so many variations for so many things. But where did you reset yourself to? Because that has now happened. And moving into March, all of the sudden, that smoke is coming up through your throat, all the way up through your throat and out your head. And when that smoke fucking moves away or still stays, what are you going to see? Are you going to see a life without the smoke and see where you fully reset yourself? Or are you going to be victim to the smoke and still be in the smoke in March? It doesn't matter either way, but you know within yourself and you have a choice to change that on any given day.